Navy SEAL veteran Cade Courtley knows what it takes to be outstanding. He's proven it in combat, and today he's flexing his entrepreneurial muscles to new heights. As founder and CEO of Victory Coffees, Cade gets us going each day with award-winning coffee delivered to our doorsteps. Coming up next on Veteran on the Move. Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. Service isn't just what Navy Federal Credit Union does, it's who they are. That's why Navy Federal created tools to help you earn and save more. Learn more at NavyFederal.org join. All right, we're talking with Navy veteran Cade Corley of Navy SEAL, uh, founder of Victory Coffees. Cade, welcome to the show. Looking forward to talking business entrepreneurship with you, all about the coffee business. Before we get to doing that, take us back and tell us what you did in the Navy. So um, I was ROTC at the University of San Diego, got commissioned. The next day, I had a full-time job. Uh, I went to BUDS, which is SEAL training in Coronado. Uh, it was great because going to school at the University of San Diego, I used to sneak out there all the time. I'd run the obstacle course. Yeah. I'd do the ocean swims. I'd watch Hell Week Breakout uh, and stuff like that just to get familiar right there, with yeah. what was going on because I always tell people, if you're familiar, you're going to be more comfortable and more confident when you actually have to run the obstacle course right. or get your butt beat by instructors. Uh, so that was awesome. Uh, I started in class 196 in BUDS uh after multiple broken legs a couple hell weeks and a fractured skull i graduated 202 um so i have the dubious honor of being the guy who was at buds the longest which was about 19 months but uh i gotta i gotta thank the instructors i mean anywhere along that journey they could have been like it ain't it ain't worth it somebody decided to keep me around until I made it to graduation. And uh, I thank them every day of my life because my life would be incredibly different if I wasn't a SEAL. I mean, it was just an incredible chapter. It was the best job in the world. I loved every minute of it. And it was because I was surrounded by excellent people. My teammates were incredible and I was challenged every day. And to ask for anything more uh, in your 20s and early 30s, it was incredible. So I ended up doing a a total of nine years on active duty. Um, I got out uh, in March of 21. A few months later, 9-11 happened. I'm like, I want back in. Uh, The problem being as an officer, once you hit sort of the 04 lieutenant commander spot, you're not going to be leading guys on ops. And I was like, well, I'm I don't want to fly a desk. And it was kind of interesting about a week after nine 11, I got a phone call uh, from a company called Blackwater and they're like, Hey, we're grabbing everybody we can that has recently got out. They still have a very current skill set. And would you be interested in joining the fight? And I said, absolutely. And I ended up working the uh, CIA contractor gig for about six years doing that. So, That's that. That's sort of what I did. Uh, that's my nickel bio for you. But that was interesting. It was. Uh, it was interesting. It was different. People are like, "Well, how do you compare it to being a team?" So well, you can't compare 
anything to being in the teams as far as I'm concerned. The motivations were a little different. Obviously, we had a job to do and we wanted to do the best we could. But a lot of guys were like, well, you know, I'm here for that thousand bucks a day. So it wasn't quite the camaraderie that you had. But then again, I, you know, I can't compare anything in the life I'm living now to what kind of a gift and how special that was in the SEAL teams. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Wow. It's all good stuff. So talk about, uh, you know, finishing out the, the Blackwater gig and going back to normal life. What was that? What was that transition like? Well, I was kind of living a double life when I was doing the contracting thing, because unlike when you're on active duty, that is literally a full-time job, then some contracting thing, you know, you go over for 60, 90 days and then come back. And I was actually in Hollywood and I was doing the entertainment business thing, which which was kind of weird. But, you know, I got caught up in that starting by doing stunt work and that seemed like a natural progression from the stuff I got paid to do in SEAL teams. And yeah. I'm getting paid a lot more to do it in front of a camera. And that kind of rolled into some acting. It didn't take long for me to realize I was a half-ass actor, but everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, but you have such an incredible life so far. Why don't you start writing about it? So I did, I started writing. I sold four, four screenplays, one got produced and, really? uh, and I enjoyed that. It's, I, I like writing when you get to write about what you want to write about. <laughs> Unlike in school when it's like, this is your assignment. So yeah. I really enjoyed it. I still do enjoy it. But uh, again, I was so I would, I would come back from a deployment. Uh, I, I would do the Hollywood thing. I would run out of money. I'd be like, all right, I'm ready to go back to Iraq or Afghanistan. Fill up the checking account again. But uh, as far as transition to answer your question, uh, it's incredibly challenging. Uh, it really is. And everybody has a different experience with transitioning. My personal experience with transitioning was one day I had a family, I had a purpose, and I had a mission. And the next day when I came off active duty, that was all gone. And um, I didn't realize how special and unique that was being full-time Navy SEAL. And then the next day I'm civilian. And I realized early on, man, I need to find my next mission. I need to. And, you know, the work with the agency that it wasn't doing it for me. Uh, again, every, nobody's going to pay my bills. So I was doing that for financial reasons, but I was like, what, what's my next mission in life? I knew I wanted to start a business and I said to myself, all right, well, what kind of business do you want to start? And I remember times in Bosnia, Iraq, Afghanistan, where just having a really good cup of coffee was like gold. It was amazing. It gave a sense of normalcy to an environment that's anything but so I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start Victory Coffees. And to anybody out there, veterans that are struggling, if you're willing to listen, the best advice I could give is you have to find your next mission. And yeah. it's as simple as what are you passionate about? Uh, is it cars? Is it building homes? Are, do you like plumbing? Find something that you like, something you're passionate about. And if you're passionate about it, you're going to be successful and it's going to keep you busy, that becomes your next mission. Just dive in head first and say, I am going to make this awesome. Awesome. Experts say that China is hoarding a massive amount of food. They will soon have over two-thirds of the globe's corn reserves, over half of its rice, and over half of its wheat. But when asked about it, China lies. One China expert says they, of course, will never admit to something like that. Well, what does China know that we don't? 
When it comes to the global food shortages, China is the canary in the coal mine. You see, China is the world's number one food importer. They rely on the rest of the world to keep their people fed. So they can't afford to mess up or there will be riots, civil panic, or even worse, when over a billion people can't eat. What does that mean for Americans like you and me? Two words, food shortages. That's why it's a smart idea to stock up on the kit of the best-selling Four Patriots Survival Food. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots Survival Food Kits. Hand-packed in the USA, these kits are compact and stack easily. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. And their five-star reviews on the website rave about the flavor and taste. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase of Four Patriots Survival Food by typing in the code VETERAN at checkout. Just go to fourpatriots.com and use code VETERAN to get 10% off your first purchase of Four Patriots Survival Food. That's fourpatriots.com. Use code VETERAN. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. The holidays are right around the corner, and HelloFresh can help take the stress out of dinner by delivering everything you need to cook up tasty meals right to your door, saving you tons of time. The holiday season can be hectic, and that's where HelloFresh's 15-minute meals come in. These quick fixes help you get a wholesome meal on the table in less time than it takes to get delivery. We love HelloFresh and how it makes putting a healthy, fresh meal on the table during our busy schedules real easy. Seriously, you can have one of these meals on the table much quicker than you can order out. Go to HelloFresh.com slash VeteranFree and use the code VeteranFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash VeteranFree with code VeteranFree. America's number one meal kit. All right, back to with Navy veteran Cade Courtley, founder of Victory Coffee. So you fell in love with coffee. Coffee was a passion. What did you know about entrepreneurship and business at the time? Well, I'll tell you what, being a Navy SEAL platoon commander uh, gave me the best training, better than I could get at getting an MBA from Harvard or whatever, because I had a mission. I had to plan and coordinate and execute that. Uh, you don't get to try it twice. And oh, by the way, I've got a group of uh, teammates that are relying on me to make the right calls, plan it, rehearse it, execute it, and bring everybody home because they have families. So to say that starting a coffee business is tough, well, not compared to that. And so I just kind <laughs> of used the same traits yeah. and the same procedures I used as a platoon commander in the SEAL teams. And I was like, okay, what do we need? This is a good product. And how are we going to get the word out to people? How are we going to execute this? And uh, I just, it kind of fell into it. I, I think veterans are perfect for becoming entrepreneurs and small business owners because they are courageous. They have that outside of the box mindset and they will never quit. And those three things will give you an incredible advantage over anybody else that's out there trying to start a business. And so, uh, again, uh, to the veterans that are out there and they're, like the what what's next find your passion start a business and be awesome at it make it successful yeah so talk about the beginning days of of coffee like you what did you do first like go find your your first your first beans or your sourcing um you know naming stuff like what you know what was going to be your your market were you going to be online only you know delivery open yeah, a shop I- the business model I wanted to do was a subscription-based model. 
And I didn't want to go out and buy a warehouse and buy a roast. I just didn't have the money. I basically scraped together every dime I had to get this thing going. And so my best chance of success for what my game plan was and for the business model is go out and find somebody who's really good at doing this and partner up with them. And I was able to do that uh, with a uh, coffee company here in Denver, Colorado. And they'd been in business for over 20 years, uh, founded by a former Marine. And they had established these amazing relationships with small and medium-sized farmers down in Central and South America. And as a result, just an absolute premium coffee bean coming from there. And so I partnered up with them, started Victory Coffees. I mean, the fun part about starting a business is, okay, what's it going to look like? What are we going to call it? What's our branding? Yeah, That's the fun part. But I got news for you, folks. It's just step one of a thousand if you want any (laughs) chance of success. So uh, I designed Victory Coffees to basically, with our branding, go back to a time, World War II, post-World War II, where almost everybody loved America. Patriotism was an all-time high. Unfortunately, that's not the case today, but that's where I went with with Victory Coffees and what we're trying to do. We are unapologetically patriotic, and those are the people that we want to be drinking our coffee, starting their day with a victory every morning. Yeah, that's awesome. So, I mean, I would say that's probably one of the best things anybody could do if they're looking to start a business and they haven't really been in that niche or in that business is find that mentor and team up with them and just ride that, ride that train all the way, all the way to the end. So it was amazing that you're able to find somebody to pair up with like that and then, um, you know, help you, help you through all those obstacles and hurdles. Well, yeah, I mean, they've, especially a company that's been at it for over 20 years, they've made all the mistakes and they figured out what doesn't work and they figured out what works. And again, it was a crash course in the coffee world. And it was great. And I, I thank these guys all the time for it because I was able to literally ride the coattails and they're like, no, don't do that. I'll do this. This will be great. And it's been an amazing partnership. And um, Victory Coffees, eight plus years later, we're, uh, we're doing pretty good. And I hope there yeah. are some folks out there listening that want to give us a try. Yeah. So they weren't, um, the people that were helping you weren't, they didn't view you as a threat or as a competition or even as a burden. So was that mainly the military connection? I, I really think it was, and just the type of people they are, uh, because I looked at multiple companies to see about this partnering up, and most of them sort of took on that, oh, uh, we don't want one more guy in this business. Yeah. And they were like, come on in. Uh, and it, it, I really think it was because the founder was a former Marine. He's like, hey, I had help when I got out, and I'm willing to pass that on. And I thought that was great, and, and he was awesome. And and really had a, a a big part in getting this thing off the ground eight plus years ago. Yeah. So you're a hundred percent like online subscription coffee service. That's correct. Yeah. We, uh, we're an award-winning coffee company, one roaster of the year. They give that to one company once a year. Really? Um, so award-winning coffee delivered right to your door. It's a little bit more than a buck a cup. I, I mean, okay. You can get in your car, park, wait in line, you can, they can spell your name wrong. You can spend six bucks on a cup of crap. Yeah. Or you can brew your own at home, award-winning coffee, take it with you to work or whatever you're doing. Enjoy that time with family, loved ones, instead of going to that place. And uh, it's kind of trying to change people's behaviors. But uh, I tell you what, when people get 
victory coffee delivered and they start drinking it, we keep those customers for a long time. And that says everything I think about our quality and, and about our pricing, to be honest with you, a little bit more than a buck a cup for award-winning coffee or six bucks for a cup of crap. Yeah. So the company that you're paired up with, are you still heavily involved with them six years later? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, going strong. They've been a great partner and, uh, yeah, we're just, like I say, we're, I'm trying to get victory coffee in everybody's home right now. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, they, they've been awesome. And it's been a, it's been a journey. I can tell you, uh, anybody who's thinking about starting your own business, understand it's not easy. I mean, you're going to be grinding every day, but that's why people, that's why vets are so great at starting their own business because they're not afraid to grind. And it's your baby too. It's no longer like, well, I'm taking orders or somebody's telling me to do this. Yeah. This is your baby now. And working 24 hours a day is going to pay off. And that's where the passion comes from. It's like, this is my baby. I love this. I'm not afraid to grind. And it's going to take grinding to be successful. But the payoff is, is phenomenal. I'm my own boss. I own 100% of my company. Uh, I make my own schedule. I make the decisions. It works out great. Oh, that's awesome. So what, where are you at? Into it for eight years, where are you at with numbers? What kind of uh, sales, revenue stuff can you share with us? Uh, this year at our eight plus year mark, we're on track for mid, uh, seven figures in sales. And, uh, you know, that works for me. I don't need a private jet, but things are very comfortable right now with, yeah. uh, with what I'm doing. And, and again, we, we would love to, you know, there are other better known coffee companies out there. And I simply say, uh, I'd put our coffee against any of them. And as far as the quality. And so, uh, give us a try folks. Give, give us a shot. See what you think. Yeah. So as far as the coffee business goes, um, like I, I think I heard the number one commodity in the world is oil and the number two commodity in the world is coffee. Um, which sounds incredible, incredible when you think about it, but it's a monumental uh, commodity worldwide. So how is the competition, you know, what's the competition like? Like, is the coffee business saturated? I mean, everybody can get coffee somewhere. It's just a matter of who they're going to get it from, right? This is true. And, you know, I, I did an interview a couple of days ago and I got to ask the question, wow, getting in the coffee business, that's really challenging. And uh, my answer to them was, well, becoming a Navy SEAL is really challenging too. And that's <laughs> not something I'm afraid to try. So right. yeah, there are a ton of people selling coffee out there. And there are also a ton of people that drink it on a daily basis. I think maybe 83% of uh, Americans have at least one cup a day. Yeah. And my message to you would be, okay, this is an important part of your day, just like it was when I was overseas. So why don't you try drinking a really, really good cup of coffee and see how that changes your mindset on what you have been drinking. And if you're only paying a little more than a buck a cup, give us a try. And again, I, I would put our coffee up against anybody. I would like to do the Pepsi challenge and be like, all right, anybody who thinks they have a good cup of coffee, we would love that challenge. We'll go ahead. We'll do the taste test and see where the chips fall after that. Yeah. And your, your coffee is a Central American based coffee bean? South and Central America primarily. Central, okay. That's correct. Uh-huh. And how many, how many different varieties do you have? Well, we try, I just, I wanted to keep it simple. I didn't want flavored coffees. I didn't want this or that. So we have an espresso 
a dark, a medium, a light, and a decaf that come in whole bean and ground. And then we have the uh, K-Cups. Oh, I'm not allowed to say that. I'm sorry, Craig. We have the pods. <laughs> yeah. But they actually, no, they actually came after me a couple times. Oh, really? So we Jeez. have the single serve pods, uh, but they are the strongest pods out there on the market. We have crammed 12 grams of a very unique blend that we came up with uh, in each of those. So if you like the convenience of using your K-Cup machine, uh, but you want a really good cup of coffee, try our Soldier Cups. Things are amazing. Huh. That's cool. And... How many, how many employees do you have? Uh, I'm right around 25 right now oh, wow. for the operation. Okay. So we've kept it lean and mean. Uh, yeah. And it's, uh, like I said, eight plus years. Yeah, I was on Shark Tank and they didn't think we'd last. And so, hey, Cuban, we're <laughs> still here, brother. <laughs> That's funny. You and the guy who had the ring doorbell. Remember that story? No, he didn't get a deal, and then Amazon bought it for like five billion or something ridiculous. Well, I mean, <laughs> Amazon. I'm not saying I'm for sale, but five billion sounds pretty good. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, everything's for sale, right? <laughs> for, you want to you know, <laughs> add coffee to your uh, portfolio? You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they probably already own several coffee companies. Uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. but uh, so you had a lot, you had a really good skill set going into business. What, what were some of the blind spots that you identified and how were you able to compensate for those? That, that's a great question. And I appreciate you asking me that. When I was in the SEAL teams, I was a little naive to realize that everybody around you, you can trust with your life. They're going to do what they say and say what they do. No, that was kind of special. That was very unique. That's not the way it is in the real world. So again, that was part of some of the challenges I had with transitioning was, oh, wait a minute, you gotta, you, you can't trust this guy and you can't trust this guy. And just because they say something doesn't mean they're going to do it. it. It was a bit of a wake-up call and it was also incredibly frustrating. But SEAL Teams is not real world. So there was some of that going on. You really got to kind of watch your sits in certain situations. Hopefully you have a good lawyer when you're coming up with uh, agreements and partnerships and things like that. Um, but at this point in my life, I refuse to spend any time with people that are shitbags. And I just, I, I just, I don't have it in me anymore. So I chose to basically surround myself with good people. I still do. I think that's incredibly important. It will never be replicated like I had it in the SIL teams, but there are still a lot of good, trustworthy people out there that you can choose to spend your time on a daily basis with. And there's just no time or no need for, for the shysters. And so that was another thing as far as my transition. I had to, the, the cold hard truth of, okay, this is the real world. And it's a little different from that active duty time that you had. Yeah. People trying to rip you off, scam you. All, all Big promises. Yeah. yeah. It, yep. Well, there are a lot of holes in the desert. <laughs> yes. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be careful who you mess with sometimes. That's but, right. But anyway. Wow. So the company that you teamed up with, are they part owner in your business or are they just uh, um, no, no, they No, uh, the they are simply a supplier based on, like I said, those relationships we had. Uh, uh, again, I, I did the Shark Tank. I didn't, nobody decided to uh, buy into my company. That was the best move I've ever made. They've replayed that episode over 20 times. 
and you can't buy advertising like that. Oh yeah. And I still own 100% of my, my baby, my, my company. That's awesome. Yeah. I've heard the shark tank thing. Even if you don't get a deal, some places their business has just exploded, um, you know, after being on shark tank just for the exposure. Well, I mean, I think about the exposure. Uh, I had about seven minutes where I was talking about my company and millions of people saw it and it's re-aired 20 times. So every time there's, um, they re-air my episode, I'll see this spike in my, in my customers. Really? And, and so, yeah, to have gotten that and I didn't have to pay a dime for it and I still own my entire company. And also it gives me a little bit of satisfaction to say, Hey guys, you screwed up. We're eight and a half years later. And, going strong. Yeah. That feels good. Yeah. What's your, what's your typical growth pattern? Has it been exponential? You, you slow and steady at this point each year? Or? We had, you know, it's interesting. Um, on Trump's inauguration, I got an appearance on Fox and Friends and they, they kind of owed me a favor because every time there was some kind of natural disaster or something like that, they'd call me for my two cents, for my opinion on, well, this, you know, school shooting, mall shooting, yeah. these kind of storms. And so I was like, Hey, you guys, you guys owe me a favor. And this is early on with the company. I was like, can I come on and talk about victory coffees? And they're like, absolutely. And so it was the morning Trump was inaugurated. I had got the last spot on Fox and friends. So most of America is awake. And that was one of those days as an entrepreneur, you dream about because it just went ballistic. Really? Like they talk about hockey sticks. This was a ballistic missile. It was wow. awesome. It crashed the website for about 10 minutes, unfortunately, but that was great. So out of the box, we had a really, really awesome, solid base of customers, but you got to keep up with it. You can't just rest on, wow, that appearance was awesome two years ago. No, yeah. you got to keep going. And to anybody out there, again, if, if you want a little advice as far as starting your own business, um, yeah, the name's cool and the website and the branding. That, that's fun. You have to have a rock solid marketing strategy and you have to have the money to back that up. That should be one of your first concerns because I'll, I'll tell people you can have water that cures cancer, but if nobody knows about it, you have a warehouse full of water. So I would, I would say really, I really want to stress you have to have a bulletproof marketing strategy. Yeah. I think that's probably something like a, a lot of veterans may come out of the military with a misconception of, well, if it's a really good idea, then it'll, it'll sell on its own. Or if it's a great product, it's going to sell on its own. Not the nope. case. Nothing sells on its own. N nothing does. Absolutely not. You really, uh, again, you have to get the word out and that has to be one of your primary concerns. If you want to be successful, uh, as a business owner, how are people going to find out I have award-winning coffee? How are they going to hear about this? And, and yeah, the Fox and Friends appearance was amazing, but I, I couldn't stop there. I had to keep grinding away, keep letting people know about it. And, and knowing your customer obviously is huge because then you can really curtail or, 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 or focus that marketing strategy on those people. And my people love America and have a flag out in their front yard. And so it made it pretty easy for me. And I just ask you folks out there, if you love America and you love a good cup of coffee, start your day with a victory. Go to victorycoffees.com. Awesome. Well, that, that was my next question. Where do we find you? Victorycoffees.com with an S on victory, the end. Right? Victorycoffees with an S.com. Uh, it's super easy. Uh, when I basically finished the website, I had a uh, third grader 
come and I was like, okay, you need to order coffee five times. And the third grader figured it out. So I was like, okay, I think we're good here. Uh, <laughs> but it, I mean, honestly, folks, it's, it's great stuff. I love it. I drink it. So I guess I'm breaking the rule of don't try your own supply, but it is amazing coffee. So give us a, give us a try folks. That's awesome. All right. Well, so, you know, eight plus years, uh, running a successful company, you, you are an entrepreneur, you've made it to the top of the mountain, you know, you've reached the pinnacle and what's it like, you know, what's the view like there being an entrepreneur, you, you, you're able to call yourself an entrepreneur, you own your business a hundred percent still. Um, you know, what's that feel like compared to like being an employee? It feels amazing. Uh, because like I said, yeah. I make my own schedule. I make the decisions. If the decision is wrong, shame on me. I take responsibility. If the decision is right, that feels great too. And and so, yeah, it, it feels really good, but you can't stand on top of that mountain and stare too long because somebody's coming up behind you. <laughs> so it really is. I mean, I'm not going to say it's combat, but you got to stay on it. You can't rest on your laurels and be like, ah, sweet, we did it. We're doing really good. That won't last. You got to keep grinding. And that's funny I say that because I'm in a coffee company, but you really do. You have to keep grinding. But the payoff is great because this is my baby and she's doing well. And I'm proud of that, but, but you can't, can't quit. Yeah. Well, I'll give you the last word, Kate. Um, talking to somebody coming out of the military, wants to run their own show, start their own business, get into entrepreneurship. What kind of advice comes to mind? I mean, it's really simple, folks. Uh, first off, thank you for your service. Do not ever think it didn't count. It did. And if you were able to make it through that, you can do anything. So that anything needs to be, what am I passionate about? And if you figure that out, and it can be, honestly, it can be anything. What am I passionate about? I like gardening. Okay. I'm going to figure out how to make this successful. But your passion becomes your mission and you don't quit and your mission will become a success. It, it, it's not rocket science, folks. Just find that passion and just chase after it. Awesome. Well said. All right, Cade. Well, thanks for sharing your veteran entrepreneurial success story. Looks forward to seeing your future success. Just keep it going. Already eight plus years into it, going strong. Awesome. And, you know, congratulations. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time, buddy. I appreciate it. You bet. All right. These two veterans are asking Mike. Thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, this veteran is Oscar Mike.